Welcome back to uh, Catholic Chicago for today's special edition of Catholic Schools Today on WNDZ 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackwitz and co-host Dr. Jim Rigg, Superintendent of Catholic Schools here at Diocese of Chicago. Another great segment lined up here. Ronnie Faison returns to her alma mater as principal and CEO of St. Francis de Sales High School. Her knowledge of the Southeast Side community and enthusiasm for creating the best educational experience for students has already made an impact at their black back-to-school jam in August. So welcome, Ronnie Faison, to the program this morning. How are you, Ronnie? Good morning. How are you guys? Very fine, thank you. So are you the brand-new principal there? I am the brand-new principal there. I took uh, my assignment maybe about little... A little more than a month ago, and so it's been a it's been a blessing to be back home in my community, a place that I you know love and mean so much to me. So um, it's definitely a coming home story. So, what is this back to school jam held last month? So we had a wonderful back to school jam. Um, so it was an opportunity for us to obviously you know with COVID and all of those things, social distance and and you know be mindful of those things, but also to get our community back engaged uh, in everything that we do at St. Francis Sales. Um, because we're not just for the students that we serve, we're for the whole community. And I really wanted to bring our alumni back, um, our parents, our students, and really let them know that um, this is, this is going to take a team, and, and I need all of their help and support. And so what we got was an outpour of the most amazing support and love from our, uh, our alum, our current families, um, but they, they just came out in droves. Um, and so we had almost 120 people there at the event, um, and they brought school supplies, and they brought things for our, our building, and so it was it was an exceptional experience, and and it was an outcry of like we're we're in this with you, and so that that meant a lot to me. Yeah, Ronnie, it's uh, it's absolutely uh, incredible to have you as principal of St. Francis de Sales High School, uh, particularly as an alum. And you mentioned you've been there for about a, a month and a half or so. Um, I, I'm just curious, you know, how did you, or maybe why did you? Uh, accept the call to go to St. Francis de Sales to leave. So uh, I know that, you know, when you learned about the opening, there must have been a moment where you said, is this something I really want or not? What compelled you to pursue becoming the principal of your alma mater? Sure. So um, I I was very careful, right, because there's this uh, feeling about going home that if you don't meet the expectation that you're doing it on your home turf. And so that that gave me a little bit of uh, anxiety, and it was a little bit of fear there. Um, and so I reached out to the people that I respected, um, you know, Mary Kay Ramirez and Sir Diana Serrano are two of, uh, of the people that I, you know, respect greatly. And they're both still leaders in the building. And I reached out to them and I said, do you think that this is a fit for me? And if you don't think it's a fit, I'm okay with that. Please let me know that. Right. Um, and they reached back out to me and they said, um, you know, we support that decision and we support your decision to apply. Um, and we're behind you. And so, so that meant a lot to me. So getting their, their approval that this was the right fit because they've known me for years, right? And so we've con- continued those relationships. And so when they gave me the green light, it, was, it made it okay for me to, to, to take that next step and apply and then interview. Um, but, but also, St. Francis Field, some of my you know, fondest memories are in that building, right? And I think it's such a, a special place, and it's meant so much to myself and to my sisters. Um, my whole family attended, okay? So I have two sisters, uh, three of my cousins. Um, so we're just, we're very <laughs> invested in St. Francis de Sales. Um, and, and previous to that, we went to St. Michael's School, which is now closed, but that was a special place for my family as well. So being able to be home and grow a place that already meant so much to me, it, it's just one of those feelings, right? I drive to work every day, and I go down the New Lakeshore Drive, and I kind of do this, you know, prayer to God, and I said, 
you know, thank you for allowing me to be in this position. Thank you for allowing me to do the work that I'm doing and allowing me to have kind of that dream, my dream job, right? This is what this is to me, and it's a passion project. Um, I, I very rarely leave the building. I know that sounds super weird, but, you know, the time flies, and I'm, I'm super happy there. So it's like, you know, by the time I look around, it's like 9 o'clock, and, and I'm okay with that, right? And I just think that what we represent as a school and as a community is so special, and I just want to be a part of everything that it is. Now, Ronnie, let me ask you this. When you were in high school, starting as a yeah. freshman in St. Francis de Sales, were you thinking at that time in your life, I would like to one day grow up to be a teacher and then from that, a principal? I didn't know it was possible. I'll be, I'll be honest. I didn't know it was possible. Um, I was first generation to go to, go to college. Um, there wasn't very many people that looked like me that were in roles of leadership. Um, and so I don't know that I could even fathom what that dream was. Um, I think at some point there were amazing leaders throughout high school that, you know, said, Ronnie, you got this thing, right? And, and I think you're, you're able to um, work with students and that I had this vision that was helped, you know, that, that my peers helped me create and that, you know, the leaders in my building helped me create. But to be completely honest, I couldn't, I couldn't have dreamt that. Um, it just wasn't within my vision or my scope of understanding. Well, I know you, I think, I think of, the, you know, Dr. Jim Rigg, who started as a teacher and then from teacher <clears throat> became a principal, and now, now with the Archdiocese of Chicago, and Jim, I know misses the classroom as a teacher. But in your mm-hmm. life, growing up, going back through the high school days, you know, sometimes was there an individual or a few people who pointed you in this direction to one day, you know, give your life as? Because I know I'm sure you started out as a teacher. You didn't start out as a principal. Mm-hmm. In that whole area of education, who planted those seeds in your life? So uh, to begin, it was Sister Suzanne Donner. Um, she was my fifth grade teacher, and she said, I, I didn't talk enough. So she said, uh, Ronnie, you got to find your voice. And I started writing poetry, and she kind of pushed me and helped me find that voice. But she was the first person to kind of think that it was possible for, you know, any of the things that I could dream up, right? She said, your, if your dreams aren't, um, if they don't scare you, then you're not dreaming big enough. And I carried that kind of piece of um, advice with me throughout the rest of my life, and I carry it with me now. I tell my students it all the time. Um, but I think I listened to the people around me. I went to my principal prior to this, uh, Dr. Patrick Hardy, and I said, Dr. Hardy, how do I know I'm ready? And he said, you listen to the people around you, and if they tell you that you're ready for the next step in leadership, then you take that, right? And now if they tell you that you're not ready, you accept that too, and you work harder, and you continue that progress. Um, and so I think I just really was really cognizant of listening to the people around me when they, you know, suggested something or when they told me to work on something that I really took those things. It was never an insult. It was always like, okay, that's what I have to do to get to there and to do this. And I, I, I don't know that there was a particular moment that it just clicked. Like I want to do this. I knew that I wanted to have an impact in my community and an impact in students' lives. Um, and, but I didn't know what that looked like. And, and for it to come to this point after the journey I've kind of been on it is, is just a blessing. Yeah, so I, uh, I have to ask the question then, um, and I know that you're, uh, you know, you haven't been gone for a super, super long time, but uh, how has the school changed since you were a student there? And are there still teachers there that you had as a student that are now calling you the boss? <laughs> yes, sir, there are. So um, my math teacher is still there. Um, my assistant principal at the time when I attended is now uh, my enrollment, um, my enrollment person, and I have um a dean who was my english teacher so the ties are very clear um and and a lot of the alum stay so i think that's a beautiful thing that hasn't changed um the alum of st francis sales come back and i think it's at like 20 percent of our staff that that are former alum which is really exciting to me um 
the enrollment has changed quite a bit. When I was there, there was about 300-ish students. Uh, now we're sitting at about 113. Um, I have a goal of 202 years. Everyone keeps telling me I'm crazy, but I think they're <laughs> impossible things happen every day, right? If you would have told me six months ago that I would be the principal at St. Francis Sales, I don't know that I would have believed you, right? So I, I think it's definitely possible. And, and uh, I'll say, come see us in two years because I'm super excited about what we're going to do then. Um, but yeah, I, I think those enrollment has changed, but I think it's, it, it, I think we lost a little bit of the connection to the community. And I think I'm working really hard to reestablish those things. Now, Ron, here um, you are as a brand new principal. Mm-hmm. It's tough enough starting as a principal pre COVID. Now you've started as principal in COVID times. What's been the hardest adjustment to be a principal in light of COVID-19? So I think um, I keep telling my staff that if I can make it through my first year as a principal, uh, working on a doctorate, uh, and, and, and still come out the other end, there's nothing that I can't take, you know, take on after this. Um, but I think there's so many challenges, and the challenges change from day to day. And I think I just continue, and I work with my team to continue to make the best decision for students. Um, one of the things that we faced was how do we support students um, and make sure that they're safe. We don't have a trauma hospital here on the southeast side of Chicago. Um, the closest trauma hospital is about 45 minutes away, and so that was some of the things that we took into consideration as we decided how to support students. But I think every day the challenge changes. The hardest thing, I think, for me is not having kids in the building. Um, I, I want to see our kids. I, I want to continue to communicate. I want them to feel like that's a home base. And for me, it was home base. Um, and so that, that's hard. But I think every day a new challenge, a new challenge you know, identifies itself, and I just find my, myself looking for you know, those supports for my team and making good decisions for kids. Um, I think that's just the goal every day. Now, did you say you were in the process of going for a doctorate? I am. Where at? Uh, Aurora University. So you're a brand-new principal on a high school level <laughs> and studying for a doctorate. Yes, sir. What do you do in your free time? Um, so it's funny. Um, I don't know that I have any. Um, and, and people keep <laughs> telling me the work-life balance, but I don't know about that yet. So um, I'm up at about 4.15 in the morning driving out to Lombard, and I go and train at an amazing gym out in Lombard, and, uh, you know, and then my day starts. And so I'm going to be honest, I'm okay with that. Like, I, I really enjoy the work that I do. I love the schedule that I have, and, and I'm not sitting down, you know, sitting down anytime soon. So I think for now I'll continue pushing until there's a place where I go, okay, there's nowhere else to grow, which I don't think will happen. So I'm okay with that. We're going to do a take a break here on, I, I kind of lost track of time. We're going to take a break here on Catholic Schools today. Father Greg Sakowitz and Dr. Jim Rigg talking with Ronnie Faison, Principal CEO of St. Francis Dales High School. Our phone number, 312-255-8408. Stay with us. We'll be back right after these messages. And again, do not touch that dial. nothing like having a friend to talk to when things are not going well. And in these challenging days, everyone has had moments when they are discouraged, sad, or worried. Catholic Charities wants you to know that we are here. If you or someone you know would like to share your concerns with a professional, call 312-948-6951 anytime, day or night, and you will be connected with an experienced counselor who will listen without judgment and offer compassionate, confidential advice that you can trust. That phone number again is 312-948-6951. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. 
Catholic Charities Divine Affair home tasting parties are going virtual. This year marks the 20th anniversary of Divine Affair, the elegant wine tasting event that benefits our self-sufficiency programs. Low-income single parents with dependent children are trying to break the cycle of welfare and poverty. Today, the need is greater than ever as the COVID-19 pandemic has left thousands of newly struggling families in need of immediate assistance. You can easily coordinate a virtual wine tasting and help Catholic Charities at the same time. Each guest will enjoy a sample wine kit that includes wine and a guide, all courtesy of Lewis Glenn's Wines. You can gather your friends and family for this fun event or incorporate a celebration for a birthday, anniversary, or engagement at the same time. To learn more about a virtual home tasting party and how you and your guests can win fabulous raffle prizes, call today at 773-756-6937. That's 773-756-6937. Cheers! Welcome back to Catholic Schools Today, a special edition of Catholic Chicago here on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sack was the co-host, Dr. Jim Rigg. Time is 827 on this beautiful Monday morning in Chicago. This is the last full week of summer. We're talking beautiful weather in Chicago. And by the way, the Bears won yesterday. Are they a good team? No. Maybe the team that's pretty lousy. Detroit. The comeback victory. They always find ways comeback to lose. The, the Lions always find ways to lose, and the Bears beat a yep. bad team. However, congratulations to the Cubs. A no-hitter yesterday for the pitcher. And the White Sox are on a roll in big series tonight. Minnesota invades uh, Chicago for a four-game series. And uh, it's hard to believe baseball ends in two weeks and playoffs begin. And both Chicago teams will be in for the first time in a good number of years. We're speaking with this morning with uh, Ronnie Faison with a lot of enthusiasm and you know, a generous heart. She's principal CEO of St. Francis de Sales High School in Chicago. Take it away, Jim. Yes, and we are so happy to have you, Ronnie, at St. Francis de Sales. I'm, I'm of the opinion that you're exactly what the school needs. Uh, it's a great school, but as you said uh, before the break, uh, we need more kids. We need a vision for the future, and I think you're the exact person to provide that. And so that kind of uh, brings us to the present. We've talked a bit about, you know, kind of the past and your experiences there, but as you've gotten settled into your new role as principal and CEO. What have you seen about the school that you find particularly uh, gratifying or pleasing or attractive? And uh, kind of, you know, if, if you were talking to a family that was interested in perhaps St. Francis de Sales, what would you highlight as being particular, you know, benefits or strengths of the school? Sure. So I previously came from uh, Proviso East High School out in Maywood. So we served about 1,700 students. Um, and, and wonderful school, right? I can't say enough uh, amazing things about the, the school. Um, our school, it, it's, it's so special because we have 113 students, um, but we get to offer them that one-on-one -on -one attention. I know every single one of my kiddos' names, right? Um, they show up and show out every single day, and we have 95% attendance in all of our classes, and we're super excited about the, the way that we interact with our kids. I keep um, using this kind of reference to our staff is that I want to be this cool, funky, weird school on the southeast side in that, right? Our kids, they're really into drama. They're really into, to, you know, art. They're really into these things. And, and 
I think we didn't do a good job of asking them what they were interested in. And so now that we've asked, I've been implementing that throughout our building, right, um, with art, with ideas and, and things that are important to them. So I think if someone asked me why I should bring my kiddo to St. Francis Sales, I would go, why wouldn't you, right? Because our education, um, the standards that we set for students are high. I've always felt that if you set the standard high, kids will meet you right where you expect them to meet you. If you set it low, they'll meet you there too. Um, so the expectations and the rigor is high for our kiddos. On top of that, we're facilitating that growth. High school's four years. What I'm creating in our kids and my team is creating in our kids is the ability to function outside of that. So post-secondary, we're creating plans. And those plans don't always include, include college, right? Um, and so I want our kids to be ready for the next part of their life, whatever that may be trade, uh, military, whatever it is, and conceptualize what that looks like. Because I didn't get that chance, right? Me and my mom, we sat at the, at the table, and she, she said, how do you go to college? And I said, I don't know. And, and we didn't have that basis of trying to figure out what post-secondary looked like. So I think we do a really good job of pushing our students and identifying what they enjoy and then making plans for them post-secondary. Now, um, Ron, now Ronnie, you've been there you've been a month and a half already. Yeah. And what have the high school children taught you in the first six or six weeks of being a principal? It was funny. They, um, they had questions and they were articulate and they were very clear and concise. And so I think the question became, what are you going to do differently? And I think it was a fair question, right? Mm -hmm. Are you going to love this place? Like we love this place. Are you going to implement and ask and do something with the, with, with the information that you gather? Or are you just going to put it on a table somewhere? And so I think they were very clear about what they wanted and what they needed from me. And so it, it made my job, and, and I'll, I'll be careful how I say this, right, not e easier in that I knew what the goal was, right, and what they needed to be successful. Um, and so I think the way that they reach out to me, even in COVID, right, um, in an email, in Zoom's conferences, and any of those things are very clear. This is what we need, you know, Principal Faison. This is what we need. And every time they call me Principal Faison, I want to cry, right? Because it doesn't seem real to me. It just doesn't seem like I've, I've, I'm here yet. And it, it still seems very um, um, new. I'm still very grateful. Yeah. As you look into the future now with this year, and also, yeah, when they call you Principal Faison, I remember when I was a seminarian and all of a sudden I became Father Greg, I sometimes turned around and said, Are you talking to me? Because it was so new. And I'm, I'm sure for you too, Jim, all of a sudden, um, you know, you go from being a student to a teacher to administrator oh, yeah. to uh, the Archdiocese of Chicago. In the last couple of minutes, Jim, why don't you ask another question for Ronnie? Well, I would love, I mean, it's been great to hear from you, Ronnie. Um, I would love for you to just uh, spend a minute to offer our listeners the phone number and website of St. Francis de Sales in case they're interested in learning more. And as you do that, if you could just mention briefly uh, tuition assistance and scholarships. Sure. So we're a big shoulders covered school, and so there's lots of opportunities for us to support and help uh, families. And so sometimes the fear is that they don't come to the table um, because, you know, they, they look at that tuition piece. But we're here to help and support you. Um, you can contact me. I'm all over social media. So please follow what we do, right? Any of the work that we do within the building, um, events, any of those things, you can follow me at POC underscore principal vibes on Instagram. Um, again, that's POC underscore Principal Vibes on Instagram. And then the phone number is 773-731-7272. The number and once the again, Ronnie? I'm sorry? The phone number once again? Sure. 773-731-7272. And the website is 
www.sfsds.org. One more time for the um, web. Sure. www.sfsds.org. We need to bring this segment to a close. We want to thank in a very special way the brand new principal of St. Francis de Sales High School, principal slash CEO, Ronnie Faison. Ronnie, I really, really love your enthusiasm, your joy. Uh, it's, it just shouts right over the uh, speaker, the uh, microphone. The love you have for the children, for teaching, for education. Yeah. And God bless you. You're listening to Catholic Schools Today, a special edition of Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackles with Dr. Jim Rigg. Time is 835 in Chicago on this beautiful Monday morning. Stay with us and do not touch that dial.